The neighborhood character is changing in Queen Anne, and I'm worried. New multi-purpose housing and retail developments threaten to, to encroach on the natural habitat of our parking lots. Some of the last gray spaces in otherwise single-family blocks are at risk of extinction. I love the light and the fresh air of a parking lot. It gives a great emotional feeling. Are we going to take that away from future generations? Look, it's time we pave paradise once and for all. Oh, I'm terrified of a 75-foot building. How do they get that tall? Will I be able to see it from my house? I live in Queen Anne, so I have to feel oppressed by the urban canyons of downtown. Canyons, man. In my neighborhood? Hello. My name is Greg, and I'm here to tell you about something incredible. They're called the suburbs. If you're ready to make that leap, I could show you a world of endless parking lots and two-story strip malls as far as the eye can see. But I wanted to be the king of my own castle. Like with the moat. We're headed to the right place. If we do build a new grocery store in Queen Anne, I also want it to be so special that people come from all over the world to see it. In the suburbs, we reject false idols like tourism-worthy destination grocery stores. We worship the true gods, chain restaurant, family restaurants like Outback and Applebee's. Oh, that doesn't sound so bad. But in this house, we believe black lives matter, no human is illegal, love is love, women's rights are human rights, science is real, water is life, and injustice anywhere is a threat to injustice anywhere. Can I still believe that in the suburbs? Uh, we can't advise that, no. Oh, uh, I, I guess that's okay. I was just trying to impress my neighbors anyway. So it's all just white people out there then? <laughs> Let's just say I know the best neighborhoods. show this is seattle sucks podcast this is colin speaking i'm joined with greg i'm here and a I'm very greg. very special guest yeah greg. this is uh john bear he's a stand-up comedian <laughs> and an artist and beloved capitol hill barfly and a close buddy of mine and fond lover of moats, I'm learning. Yes, yes. Oh, that, that was just a character. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure it was, right. John. If you say so. Uh, so. You're on the record now. So what you just heard was a Seattle Sucks dramatization of a Queen Anne Greenway's live live tweeting of a meeting that took place a couple weeks ago about what to do with that Safeway on Upper Queen Anne. Yeah, it's really exciting stuff. Um, yeah. I think uh, my position is uh, those really weird retired landscape architects should should fuck off out of the city that, and leave it for the rest of us. Yeah, yeah. What are we talking about today? We got we got John here. It's exciting times in Seattle. Yeah, very exciting. Um, we're gonna solve homelessness. I thought the the word was that we're not gonna solve oh, homelessness. Yeah. I've been convinced that we're not gonna solve homelessness. That was the takeaway, right? Well, that I think that came out of the mouths of at least the first four speakers in the press. That press least, conference yeah, with so. Uh, the this, so you know more about this than I. You actually kind of watched that video. So this was this is like the first step in the mythical like regional solution we've been hearing about all along. Yeah. That has precluded the possibility of any other solution. Ex yes, exactly. To this, our homelessness crisis. This grew out of the one table initiative which I think was started quite a while ago, like May, maybe or before mm -hmm. May. So this was like a bunch of mayors around the Seattle area, Dow Constantine, so the county, obviously our all-time favorite, Jenny Durkin, and 
they they've been harping on this and we've been harping on it too that we really need a regional solution so yes we've been harping yeah just endlessly on how important a regional solution is to I, this. yeah I, it's paramount really and i think it was really instructive and smart of them to just go look it's impossible for us to solve homelessness that just can't happen there's no way we could possibly do that so instead why don't we just make a bigger, cooler clubhouse that we all can hang out in? And well, it's not uh, just them. It's not just like the mayors and the and Dow Constantine. It was no, like, it's um, more. It's more. It's it's like corporate stuff too. It's yeah. Um, it's the Bill and Gates. Okay, yeah, the Gates Foundation. Foundation Vulcan. Uh, those were the names that were um, led with. They didn't. I'm sure other people are involved, but. They weren't cool, so they didn't get to speak. I didn't watch the full video because it was like 45 minutes long, and everyone was saying exactly the same thing. Which was... Which was was that we will not be able to solve homelessness. What we've been doing in each respective person, at the county, Dow Constantine, at the city, Jenny Durkin, uh, at the high tower um, institutions of... Uh, Bill Gates and Paul Allen, um, those things that we've been able to do are good. We've had lots of wins. We are moving the needle. Um, but really, what we need is we just all need to get together, hash it out more, have one cool agency that spans all of these aspects that we can all utilize, I guess. And then what we found out is that there's no plan. No one said what that agency will do. So, so, so it sounds like all these people are going to get in a room. These yeah. elected officials, their staffs, some of these companies, and com- identify team? the problem. What was that, John? Make a hockey team? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, that'll probably be the first announcement. Um, oh, we already have a one. regional hockey team. Oh, regional. <laughs> yeah. Um. But, no, they'll get in a room, and they'll identify problems. That they'll, we can't solve. Well, we know we can't solve them. That's the one, there are, like, there are knowns and unknowns. Right. We know we can't <laughs> solve homelessness. Mm-hmm. Everything else is unknown. Right. So, they've got to get in a room, work together, think this up, and come up with um, some kind of proposal that then they will negotiate with and try to intertwine with the ideas of the Innovation Advisory Council, (laughs) which there is some overlap, I believe. Well, there is, yeah, because of the mandate that was given to the Innovation Advisory Council. But even on, like, principles, right? Like, I mean, it is... Maybe not. Maybe is the Gates Foundation on the list of whatever on the innovation? I don't believe council? so. No. Vulcan, not Vulcan either. I, no, it's just strictly like tech companies, huh? Because that's all about like yeah. leveraging innovative minds to come up. So maybe then the regional group. Wait, does it have a name? Not that I know of. No. So they'll have to. They'll go to the Innovation Advisory Council and use them as a resource for developing what i mean basically like you you were saying it's like a a party line instead of like uh (laughs) instead of like having to call all your friends individually one at a time you can just hop on have a nice chat about homelessness right so basically like there'll be one like central clearinghouse yes run for all inquiries about services that there aren't enough available like exactly one place you can call to see where can i get a bed tonight so one place to tell you you're too late asshole yeah all the beds are full you know like um yeah precisely where can i get uh free drug treatment you know where can i uh how can i sign up for subsidized public housing uh there's now gonna be like one number to call yeah yeah. One place to go to be told that society doesn't give a fuck if you live or die. <laughs> because we're not going to solve homelessness. No, well, like, I, and I guess that is the grimmest thing to me. It's like, on the face of it, I could see a an agency that spanned 
government agencies or uh, municipal governments as being a possibly good thing. Uh-huh. But once again, they've just announced that they're going to have more meetings. It's more yeah. process. They didn't say, we're all going to get together and we're going to do these specific things. They just said, we're going to keep talking as we've done for probably at this point years. Well, what we're go- they're going to, I mean, what this... The need for a regional solution has been used to just preclude Delay. the possibility of anything else. So right. it's like, well, no, we can't do that because it has to be regional. Yeah. So now, anytime you suggest anything that's, you know, to any of these municipalities, it's going to be, well, like, let's take it to the region. And then what that means is you've got all these this body this this like congress of of regional stakeholders municipalities that you then have to like convince someone something to do and then you have this problem like it's true that of course it's a regional solution it's yeah. a national fucking problem exactly like yeah. but that's but we're not going to change something on the national level tomorrow no and you know what we're not going to change something on a regional level because all those fucking suburbs their main concern is keeping homeless people out, out of their fucking yeah. territory yeah. and shipping them back to Seattle. Yeah. Like, they don't give a fuck. Le- even less than anyone in Seattle does. So, right. like, all you're doing now is, like, diluting the potential... Um, <laughs> Power you had for the, the political will. Yeah. Um, whatever political will Seattle has to to do something to impact somebody's life is now diluted throughout all of King County and just think about that for a minute. I mean, the so, you know. Yeah. I'm sure you you're right. I mean, that every time we have a cynical take, it feels like it it's born out of reality. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, uh, what 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 political will is going to be brought to bear positively by the people elected in Auburn, you know? Yeah. Yeah, none. Absolutely none. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like yeah, well, that fucking bums me out. So there's that, right? And then there's also the fact that I think you maybe tweeted about today. I tweeted about at the time it happened. Um, the fact that the Gates Foundation and Vulcan have seats at the table, even though they're not accountable to anybody. Yeah. And they have their own bizarre opinions and policies that, again, we have no input really into as citizens of Seattle. Yeah, I mean, this gets a little esoteric maybe, but like, Vulcan's a real estate developer. Like a for-profit real estate developer that has participated in the changing of the real estate market in this city. So, like, but this is like the instinct of a liberal, like, Mayor Jenny is like find those people who are causing the problem and work with them, you know, like yeah, yeah. to find new and innovative solutions. Which I'm sure are going to be there's going to be some kind of synergy, like somebody from the Gates Foundation or maybe more like out of Vulcan is going to say, you know what, the NHL is coming. We're going to construct <laughs> this. We're going to construct a new arena. Why don't we have a uh, death match on the ice with homeless people, and whoever wins gets uh, a house, no questions asked. Yeah, or and like something like that will get implemented by by Jenny. Durkin. Or like like um, pay per view state sanctioned bump fights is like how we raise the money. Yeah, you know? yeah, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, like it's Running f- Man. We were talking about the. Oh, that's good. Um, we were talking about this before. How like on the issue of like getting a hockey team in Seattle. Like, what were you just saying? Oh, you were telling us that... Um, yeah, so KXP was just announced that they're going to be the official music provider of the as-of-yet unnamed NHL unknown team. Unknown NHL team. No, we we have a team, but we just don't have a name yet. Like, the deal's... players on it? Well, I don't think so, but we... The great gods of the NHL have rended their own flesh to create a team here however the process works so but all along like it's just so instructive that all over the last several years like the idea of a hockey team well and certainly over the last one year tenure of 
Mayor Jenny Durkin. Yeah. And everything to do with the ho- getting a hockey team here. This this imperative, this moral imperative <laughs> that that like has to happen has been all like cart before horse, like just looking ahead to like the north star of a hockey team and just like barreling on through whatever obstacle, like uh, almost like po- po- uh, positive affirmation or like um, or like yeah. will, just like a it's it's a triumph of the will is what I'm saying, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that we that Mary Jenny got us a hockey team, okay? Yeah, and uh, you know all the more because she's gonna be out there like shooting the first puck to roaring fans and that's Dude, gonna make yeah. some great footage she and um, Carmen Best are gonna shoot guns out at center rink like at the goalie <laughs> or something cool like that oh my god that is gonna happen and then uh, fucking I... John from the morning show is gonna be playing some <laughs> some hip shit and we'll see it all in like some like really dramatic black and white photography um, contrast that yeah. with Listen, we ain't gonna solve yeah. homelessness, people. Yeah. Like, chill the fuck out. Just don't get your goddamn hopes up. This is impossible. It's yeah. an impossible thing. Yeah. We can't. We can't do anything about it. Like, but we're gonna like gonna not do something about it in a more uh, practical and efficient yeah. and considered way. Yeah. You know. Well, I. You're touching on something that occurred to me when I was watching it, which is like, this is such the managerial managerial response. Oh, yeah. I mean, having worked in medium-sized companies, it's funny you always hear, like, there's just so much friction. There's all this friction between these agencies. And, you know, a manager's like, you know, we just got to, we all got to get in one place. And it's like, that's all they can think about is the 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 process of this rather than like oh are we supposed to be helping someone why are we having meetings again they're just like coming all over themselves to have a new meeting space so that they can you know name conference rooms the gary ridgeway room or whatever (laughs) they do you know to have a laugh i don't fucking know oh man Uh, front of the show gary ridgeway shout shout out to the green river killer everybody (laughs) greatest of all time that we know of i think right of what of serial killing no in america okay okay who's who's better um if you there's people back farther in history who are a lot better a lot bigger numbers even like the guy in the 70s or the 80s in the soviet union um like fucked and killed like hundreds of kids <laughs> Jesus. or something i don't know wow um fantastic yeah uh well where was the so where was the cold war then <laughs> why did we uh why didn't we support gary i mean they're probably contemporaries really killing yeah, at the same actually, time. yeah yeah that like um, why did we a lose miracle on the great race? river right <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah, that should have been like that should have been an art. Like, That's a disgrace. Fuck Star Wars, more like yeah. um, that was the sput- another Sputnik moment. It was um, actually, um, <laughs> yeah, the FBI crime lab actually actually assisted the Soviets in um, with their pra- pr- using their profiling methods, which the Soviets um, did not uh, didn't have any concept like that. <laughs> anyway, this is a whole. This is a fucking weird tangent. Anyway, Sorry. Gary Ridgway, cool. Cold uh, <laughs> yeah. War, bad. I don't know. Yeah, and uh, all we're saying is, if the U.S. threw a little more weight behind him, he probably he could have gone, <laughs> gone all the way. He could have gone all the way. Yeah, <laughs> that's all. I'm all saying. right, all right. What the fuck were we talking uh, about? We were talking about this new agency, oh, God. and we we're talking about NHL teams, and uh, yeah, and how cool fucking jenny durkin is i mean what a one what year a okay one year looking back one hell year. yeah what a year it's been 365 days like monday or something i don't know um okay let's just start with the positive we passed the head tax hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> unanimously unanimously passed Fuck yeah and for 14 signed days into law by mayor jenny yeah yeah awesome was, good work that ruled now for the negative. <laughs> we repealed the head tax. And she was instrumental in that. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're still waiting on that litigation. Um, 
Yeah. Well, we have a hockey team. We just covered that. Okay, wait. So tell me about how the... When did the hockey team... I'm not really following this shit except uh, just, like, ironically and derisively. Like, what what happened that... what? When did it happen that we got a hockey team and what does that mean? Come on, dude. I thought you were a cool L.A. guy. Fucking Jerry Bruckheimer is a co-owner, man. Of what team? Of our team. What's of our team? Seattle is it a new, team? like, an ex- a new team? Or yes. Is it some, it's an it's expansion, like an actual team expansion for, I believe, 2020... Um, coincidence? Probably not. That's all I'm going to say. Maybe someone cool like Mayor Jenny could throw her hat in the ring. Um, unify us all. Oh but, my uh, god, Mayor Jenny for president. Hell yeah. Uh, or... No, she's running for governor at that point. Yeah, so. I, that's, that's kind of what I'm guessing. When is her term up? She's only been in a year. I, Was it, how long are Seattle mayor terms? I feel stupid just now. It's I, got, I think it is actually four years. I think it's four years as well. Yeah. Um, so, I believe this was announced... Either I think before Thanksgiving, like this was a while ago. Um, and Sorry, despite Mayor Jenny's insistence that I care, just her relentless yeah. insistence that this is the most important yeah. thing, I just can't even be bothered to follow the details. Well, I don't blame you because we don't have a name, so there, there was all kind. Of, people were running all kinds of polls. There were going to be the Krakens. Apparently, we used to have a team called the Totems. Uh, Sean Scott actually had some uh, comments on this on Twitter because basically said, well, you know, there's nothing inherently bad about (laughs) a sports team. Kind of trying to put a a rose-tinted glasses on there, but saying, like, we shouldn't appropriate native iconography, which I'm assuming was a nod to the legacy totems because it's, it's a totem. Um, I can't remember what the other... Hockey team, McHockey team face? <laughs> <laughs> okay. If they let the, the public vote, then yeah. Yeah, um, if they let John Bear vote. <laughs> if they let, I nominate John Bear to come up with the name. To come up with a list of like ten top uh, possibilities and then pick one. John Whoa. Bear. Do Seattle hockey team players. <laughs> I like, you could do the logo. That's... Yeah, it could be to- <laughs> the yes, the new Seattle hockey team uh, logo by a local artist John Bear is uh, totally non-objective ink splotches. On. <laughs> <laughs> Can I meet John in the morning? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have. Yeah, only if you're willing to Wait. be shot with a gun by Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am. Wait, no, 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 no. Wait, wait. Sometimes I am. Sometimes. I am. Okay. So I got it. I got it. This is going to solve like your your entire life. This is going to move you to the next step, okay? John Bear new brand grand opening key arena artist in residence. You're going to have a skybox that you live in that's your your studio, okay? No, dude, they wouldn't let you live above the ice. Okay, be under, the under the ice. ice. <laughs> okay. Okay, artist in residence under the ice. If you go to whatever is the circle in the center, yeah. Um, and you look really closely, it's actually like transparent glass, um, just an, an inch below the ice. So you get down there, you can see into John's work studio, and during the games, uh-huh. he's in there working. Oh, I so... thought you were saying, like, after I get shot on opening day. <laughs> no, 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 that's all part of the ceremony. The yeah, yeah. That's all part of the ceremony. Yeah, that's how you get initiated into the artist Actually, in residency you, program, I think. You do kind of look like you were just thought out of a glacier. <laughs> <laughs> Colin's gonna spit take all over his computer. He can't get his cherry coke down. Oh, now you know why this show's so good because we're so nice to our guests. Yeah. Oh man. (laughs) Oh, we were just saying before the show, John was pointing out that we've covered um, the Magnolia next door very heavily, and John was pointing out that. That it would be unwise for him to walk around that neighborhood. I sometimes go there because of work, and I'm always very afraid. Yeah, because like there, there literally are, as we have have documented, like yeah. people behind their blinds with loaded shotguns, just like waiting to take a stand against. Yeah, a I've vagrant. never had an incident. I've never been talked to badly. I've always just felt very uncomfortable. Yeah, well, because they never would say anything to you. 
I understand What they would do is they'd see you, and then they would immediately get on their phone or their computer. They'd immediately start constructing an insidious narrative about the vagrant they see outside. There is a man who looks like he was on Thawd from a glacier (laughs) walking around near Discovery Park. I think he might have a gun. What should I do? So the thing is, like, it's a look. It used to be normal. Like, you just look like me because you live in Seattle. Yeah. That's just... I just look like another fucking guy. <laughs> no, man, you look cool. You, you don't look fucking stupid. I don't know what Greg is talking about, but you definitely don't look like somebody that lives in Magnolia. Yeah, yeah, that's true. No, I no but that is, I mean, that's a real thing, though. Like, yeah, this city has changed, man. Yeah, it's so changed right around you. There was, there was a, yeah, there was a few years, like, I was sitting back, um, I was sitting at the comment, and a lady, like, asked me if my look like my beard like affects my employment and i'm like lady i am a guy sitting at the bar at the comet like why are you asking what makes you think i'm employed first of all all, you're assuming that employment even matters to me i know better than that but also second of all we are at the comet that's a weird question to go, wait, so when is, this is like some, this is like the cr- the new, like, yeah, tech like crowd, like, coming in, yeah. I don't know, it's, yeah, it was something like that, it, it was very, I don't remember because it was confusing, I didn't really understand it at the time, it was probably like around 2011 or 2000. This is like a, an early like sighting, this yeah. is like before yeah, yeah. you understood that you were about to be surrounded by, yeah. like, new condos and, like, and tech bros, like, wandering and ladies, up the hill. like, in their strollers that are made out of bicycle wheels <laughs> yeah jogging yeah there you there's jogging now that's people yeah. are jogging on jogging that's been an american yuppie phenomenon since like the late 70s but it hadn't come to, to your neighborhood yeah, no. um, oh, until no. recently yeah, yeah. How long have you lived on the hill, John? Or in Seattle? How long have you lived in Seattle? Remind me. I moved to Capitol Hill in 2003. Dude, that's long. So long and where were you living before? Um, I lived on... I li- I, well, I lived on the east side. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Another... Uh, he's, an east, he's an east sider, at least for some time, yeah. I mean, there was a... A, a couple or so years or something like that. Like, I definitely didn't have roots there. Like, mm. I can't go there now and find friendly faces i don't have cousins yeah. or anything got it, there got it. colin and i from the east side yeah i always denied it growing up said no man it's the north shore we're north of i was the lake. just gonna say we're, that. North, so, we're uh, north of the lake so that propaganda or whatever worked yeah yes. now i'm just like yeah i grew up on the east side yeah. fuck it <laughs> i guess i've been gone for long enough that i'm not it's, it's yeah. uh i feel like i have some some city cred well one thing about like being out there is like you know somebody's cool because they stick out, so it's really easy to find people to talk to. That's yeah, that's true. It's not easy to find people to talk to, but when you see them, you know. That's, yeah, that's what I found. So, like, what's what do you see in someone, John Bear, that you're like, oh, I'm gonna get to know that dude? I don't know, bad attitude. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Hell yeah. I don't know. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So somebody like playing with a lighter. Just lighting. Oh yeah, matches. badass shit like that. That's <laughs> <laughs> fucking cool. Uh, or like um, doing devil sticks in the park, right? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah the... Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I said to do the hand motion for Tony. Got right up. But I know I totally know what you're saying. It's like you see, even in Seattle now, everyone looks the same. Like they are low rent versions of some doppelganger in new york city or something like they're not cool they have some boring job they came from california or colorado and they have an umbrella yeah fuck them and their umbrellas this is this is not a beat we need to take up because i think it's been done to death here but but i'm i'm with it like about umbrellas yeah they take up too much space and you don't need them yeah they they can poke people in the eye, <laughs> like you can poke people's eyes out with the umbrellas. Yeah, you can. Uh, John Bear, let's just talk more about John Bear. 
When's the last? Um, so when do you when when's the last time you did like uh, any stand up? Oh, I stopped stand up. Okay, so I didn't really start. I did it for like maybe six months, um, and I was getting to the point where like okay, like if you really want to do this, this is where you you could start going. Yeah. The Trump election happened, so. I didn't feel like there was any real material Nothing's ever. Nothing's funny anymore. There, yeah, there was never going to be any of that. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I just wasn't dedicated. One more enough. casualty. Yeah, it's something you do have to be really dedicated to. But you're putting, yeah, like... I, like, I really respect stand-up. Um, it's, it's a whole... It's a whole dedication that I just wanted to focus elsewhere. Yeah. Is there a stand-up scene in Seattle? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there... Yeah, yeah. It just seems so hard, like, you never hear about people really doing stand-up. I think when we were growing up, certainly, like, I think the conclusion I came to was that there wasn't a stand-up scene. Yeah. I think in whatever there was was very small. I think now there's more, because there, there's, you know, we've been over the last decade in, like, a, a some kind of blip of a stand-up renaissance, you know, um, and so that's, I think it's popped up everywhere. But like it's still pretty. But I mean, there's it, a lot of comics. Like you want to start a night anywhere. Like yeah. all you have to do is convince the, convince the house. And yeah, you, and you got have a night. people beating down yeah. your door. Yeah, like I I I had a night for like about a month or something. Like and it was just a joke. Like, um, at the Redwood, my friend Aaron Green was like, "Hey, you wanna you wanna start a stand up night?" And we were just like goofing around yeah, like he yeah. wasn't even trying yeah. to be a thing yeah but eventually like word got out and like people were like coming to me like hey can i get on the list and stuff and i'm like <laughs> we're just like goofing around like, yeah, this, yeah. Isn't, this isn't really a thing but sure the thing about like comics is like in order to practice you have to get your time on the microphone so you do it anywhere like yeah. on the bus they in the grocery store sure you yeah. say you have a night and it's like at aisle five at the Queen Anne <laughs> Safeway, you'll have like yeah. a, a lineup and people will show up. To people Jesus come to from play. around the world to see John Bear perform at the Queen Anne Safeway. But it, it just seems like a an art that is culturally lost significance. Like maybe more people are doing it, but it's not like the 90s or something where people are selling out stadiums. I mean, not many people. I don't know. But, no, like, I don't know. can you name? I mean, all I can think of is like fucking Brendan Wardell or something. Like, young comics that have huge followings, like YouTubers. Is that I guess. I mean, I think he came out of Twitter, but huh? I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just curious. Like, yeah, I don't. I, I, I really don't know because like yeah, when I was doing it, I wasn't really doing it. I was like, it was kind of an, on a dare. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm funny at work. Yeah. I dare you to like go to an open mic, so so I did. <laughs> I dare you. Did someone really say that to you? Kinda. I I kind of dared myself based okay. on that. That's funny. You got um three minutes where nobody is allowed to interrupt you. Yeah. And um, I I get I feel like I get interrupted a lot, so I I I was able to just get my shit out. Like, sure. I've got a light on me and I've got a microphone. Yeah. I'm just telling jokes. I'm not like telling my true self or anything. But like, mm -hmm. I don't. I, I got I got the conk show for like three <laughs> minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know? I tried that for a little while. It was nice. Did you have any other experience performing then, or was this like your first time uh, performing in any capacity? Yeah, like not, bands not really. Or, not not, yeah. not since like I was a little sure a little kid. I was I was um, Peter from the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe oh, in, a, okay. in a church. Uh, yeah. In a church uh, production, nice back on the Oregon coast, a long, long time ago. Very cool. That was my your debut. My one thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a good role. Um, so now you're mostly doing. Uh, you spend a lot of time making art, though. Yeah. Um, might as well plug, uh, John's show. Yeah, on definitely. January 10th. Which is a Thursday. Thursday. It's Capitol Hill Art Walk. Second Thursday every month, Capitol Hill Art Walk. So John's got a show at... Steve Gilbert's Photo Studio, which is just south of Pike on Broadway. And you said you're 
you're doing the show with another person, Specs Wizard. Specs Wizard, Michael Hall. I'm I'm very honored to share a space. That's awesome. With a legend. Yeah. What kind of music does he make? I I've, I didn't get a chance to listen to it before the show. Seattle hip hop. Oh, cool. Okay. Specs. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Well, that's gonna be. Um, sounds like that's gonna be a party. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna be... I'm gonna find myself there for sure. Cool. Um, and uh, maybe take in some of the rest of our walk. Yeah. Uh, and so John's he's cranking out new pieces daily to be ready for this show. Um, so you can come check that out. Which uh, that should be it's gonna be fun and you know he's really talented and makes really beautiful stuff. So definitely come check that out. Um, yeah, let me show you. Are you are you looking, everyone? Can yeah, you see? That was incredible. Can you see? I, my mind is blown away yeah. by what I just saw. <laughs> um, I, I don't think they're going to be ready for that, John. <clears throat> yeah. That, that was something. Okay, so in the PI um, has this story. Uh, but, okay, this is the correction. Um, oh, no, they have the original thing here. So the corrected story is... Correction! An earlier ver version of this story erroneously reported that the Spokane Valley City Council has planned to vote on a measure that would split the state in two. Yeah, and I think that <laughs> correction was issued because of Erica C. Barnett. Oh, pr um, probably. Well, I mean, it's just... It's funny that, like... Is that, that is called kind the Spokane Exit? <laughs> Spokane Exit. Spokane Exit. Oh, man. Um... So, anyway, it's just badly worded article, but it's funny in itself because, of course, they can't, they have obviously no authority to secede the entire half of the state <laughs> with their city council. But the story itself is pretty funny. Um, so, Representatives Matt Shea and Bob McCasson are Spokane Valley, Republican from Spokane Valley, these are state, state representatives, uh, brought forward a proposal to split Washington State into two states in 2016. The PI points out that this hasn't gained any traction since, except, apparently, in the Spokane County Council. Uh, the House Republican Conga Caucus in the Washington Legislature decided last month to take uh, a position away from Matt Shea... So they slapped this guy um, with, uh, he had like a, a party position in the caucus in in the state state house. Yeah. Um, yeah, wasn't he like the chair or something? He was the, the chair. Of, he was like a, um, oh, he's the caucus chair. Yeah. Of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, and they took this away from him because this the decision came after Shea released a document, Biblical Basis for War, which discussed creation of a holy army and is, in Shay's words, a summary of sermons on biblical war in the Old Testament. Um, well, I'm with him there because the Old Testament is an insanely bloody book that is absolutely, like, a, an endorsement of war. But, uh, the document depicts the Christian God as a warrior, uh, absolutely true, and lists as conditions before war is declared, stop all abortions, end same-sex marriage, ban communism, end idolatry, and occultism. <laughs> ban communism. <laughs> Fucking throw it in there. Like, that has nothing to and do with this And must obey shit, biblical but... law. Again, I am with him on this. I think we should not go into any wars until all of that has been achieved. <laughs> so, uh, I'm, yeah, I absolutely am with him on that. That guy is hella cool. Can you imagine where that file was saved on his desktop? It was probably like, you know, eight folders deep in a file called like cool underscore ideas dot txt. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he must have put it out somewhere, right? Yeah, I can't remember how it got leaked. After he released the doc, he must have put it up online. Or, like, maybe he printed it out and, like, put it on all the legislators' desks in Olympia, you know? <laughs> it's like, maybe it's, like, uh, the, um, the mission statement in, um, Jerry Maguire, you oh know? Oh, God, yeah. Uh, maybe he gave a big, like, impassioned speech before he, you know, when he was fired, but he really quit, you know? Um, uh... 
The Public Disclosure Commission has received a complaint that Shea has channeled surplus campaign funds to what the Southern Poverty Law Center describes as far-right extremist groups in Colorado and Arizona. Um, it just goes on to detail what a cool guy this is. And he's oh Shea has taken his campaign for liberty, in case we kind of skipped over that. The proposal from this guy and the handful of clowns over there, you know, there's always been various some people talking about these like fantasies of splitting Washington State. Yeah, that's, but theirs that's is their Cascadia. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's Cascadia is like the the Nobody actually believes in it. No. Like uh don't well, say no. Okay, okay. okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry yeah. for all you. <laughs> no, no, I'm with you guys. The boat <laughs> on the other side of the marina uh, is called Cascadia and kept... flies the, the Douglas fur flag, flag, okay? Yeah. Um, uh, shout out to my buddy Sam over there. Um, the It's just so funny. But like, it's almost like it's Cascadia. It's like if you split the... If, the, if they all took over, you would split the state into Cascadia and Liberty. You know? Um... Right-wing religious extremists to the east, and uh, like Amazon a narco free market, like <laughs> yeah. Now that has been infected by the ones and zero zero one people. Yeah, uh, try. they'll all be like, yeah, yeah. It'll you know, Bitcoin will be the currency and whatever. <laughs> I don't know. So, so you're so you're familiar with the Cascadia movement, then, John. Um, who isn't? Yeah, it's it's not it's not a secret, right? No, yeah, no, yeah. no. It no, feels no. like not if you've been inducted into their ranks, John. It feels like it's really gained traction and popularity. I mean, people have talked about extending a some phantom state that goes from Vancouver all the way to Portland. Yeah, yeah, Cascadia. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. I'm more of a one-world government guy. I think, yeah, I think, yeah. I think that's what we should have. A new world order. Well, I think that's an idea that our own city leaders would get behind because what bigger table could there be than one-world government? I mean, that's like the, the ultimate process, right? Every <laughs> stakeholder together. And oh, my God. Wow, when you put it that way. Um, no, but I mean, that is... I mean, you say that sort of in jest, but that is like a big part of the neoliberal project is to take things of like issues of material concern and elevate them to a p political level above and distant from uh, actual people and government that they're even a little bit connected to so that they can be resolved and hash out through a, through a, a political process that is immune from democracy. I mean, this is this is. For all the nice things you could say about the European Union, this is what people fucking hate about that. Uh, one of the things, you know, why it... Well, I mean, people hate a lot of things, and some of them are very stupid, but the legitimate critiques against it is that... I mean, that's what the that's what the WTO is all about. I mean, this is, this is like the neoliberal project, is to depoliticize and, and remove governance of the of economics from democracy um well it's working yeah but that would be really fucking awesome if they seceded because they'd have like no ports except for on the columbia hey so, it works oh, for yeah, fucking wyoming does it though? <laughs> there's like 10 people that live there no it's so it's just so like engaging in like even a conversation about this is just so like no, so just, weird and stupid because... i'm imagining like the fucking Star Wars scene, like, you'd go over there, you know, you go out to, like, Yakima, and you're just out in that high desert, and maybe you're out birding or something, and then fucking sand people yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ambush you, steal all your shit, and, you know, like, that's what Liberty would, seems like it would be like. Yeah. It would have fantastic fruit and vegetables, though. Yeah, yeah. That. That'd be their, uh, their only... Yeah. Uh, They'd have to income. eat it all themselves because they wouldn't have a market abroad for it because well, they don't have ports, right? Yeah. There. Well, yeah, we would probably oh, tax mean, the shit out of that. I mean, I mean, this is all like, it's. I almost feel like we're like devolving Taking to their level. Seriously? No, yeah, because it's like it's a, it's a, it's a, it's this adolescent fan. Like it well, doesn't even. I'm trying so... to romanticize it. Okay. To some all right. Kind yeah. of like uh, 19th. 
19th century like, like filibustering wild, well even like oh yeah like uh fucking the mormon guy like when he was trying uh, to create like naboo joseph smith yeah joseph smith like just some people trying to create their galt's gulch out, out yeah, in yeah. eastern washington it, it would just end up like kansas i mean we know how it would end up now because we have kansas so yeah. yeah we'd have a third world country right on our border yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah that we would have to deal with yeah. Like the minute you get the t- to the top of Stevens Pass, the roads just like are unmaintained <laughs> or like there's a toll booth like yeah. immediately when you get up there. Yeah. But there's thankfully also like a U-turn lane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so John and I were over in on in Liberty. We were in um We were in the borderlands. We were right on the border. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, we were yeah. over the, we were if, if over the, the mountains. Down, but like but in if the, the near went down, it would have gone down there. Yeah, yeah. Like, cause we were for we spent all of September, I guess, in um, working in Twisp and outside of Twisp, Twisp, which is like this. It's like an enclave of like, it's like a small town that got a weird mix it, invaded yeah. by like um, vacation real estate. So it's it's like a vacation destination for this for Seattle rich people, and so like like the Hamptons that I imagine, <laughs> but like inland. Yeah, it's yeah. like a weird inland Hamptons, but it's like because it's inland and it's in Liberty, it it is like it is like still like a rural place. So it's a it is a very weird mix. There's like pretty like there's probably the actually probably does have the nicest restaurants you will find that side of the mountains mm, walla walla um, has some nice restaurants. all right all right yeah you, why, get out to the like the wine country yeah. yeah then there's like wine country stuff too but um this place but then there's also like inc- like full-on like uh, Oaky dive bars too good old boys, you know? yeah. yeah real good old boy shit um, a lady tried to buy me a sandwich <laughs> Whoa, in Twist? Yeah. Wait, was she like a local? Like, was she like down home, or was know, she like? No, she looked like she was hiking or something. Oh, she. Wow. She just took a look at me and she decided She's that like, I that shouldn't smoke, oh. and it's bad for you. You should. And um, here's five dollars. She told you that? Yeah, because she took a look at me and she thought I was needed a sandwich because I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Did you take the Jesus. money? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have taken the money. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's fucking hilarious. Then another lady was like, I was at the coffee shop and I'm overhearing conversations and God told her that the Methow Valley shall be his new kingdom. And... The lame and the blind shall be able to walk and see and stuff, and the property that they bought has gold in it. <laughs> That's oh the fucking awesome! I told her there's there's gold in the property that. So did you happen to see the person she was talking to? Were they just like nodding their head like? Yes. Well, they no, they were they all believed in it. They were oh all just God, like yes, wow. yes, praise him, praise him, praise, Pray, him. praise him. A oh, damn dude. Yeah, they oh. were they were all like. That's wild. Yeah, man, this that was a weird scene. There's some guy out there whose name's Treebeard. <laughs> there was the wacky artist too. There like, are yeah, a, no, there's the weird, all that. The weird dreadlock people. No, but see, that's how that happened. It it was that like, like it was like artists went out there and bought up some cheap shit like a long time ago, and thought they could hide in the middle of nowhere. But then, it's just like an urban cheap artist enclave. It gets. That's the yeah, target yeah. for gentrification. So this is like Washington's Joshua Tree, basically. Yeah. Except it's not... It'll never be that hip. <laughs> um, but it's basically uh, our Joshua Tree. Liberty's Joshua Tree, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's yeah. right on the borders. Yeah. Well, it's right over. It's like right when... It's the first... You know, when you first come out of the mountains, yeah. if you're going on, like, the Cascade Loop or whatever... Yeah. Um, it's it's the first stop really in the North Cascades, but yeah, man, we had some wild times out there. I remember walk, walking to, I mean, I saw like a real like full on like good old boy like bar fight 
Um, that was really fun, like a real Liberty Bar fight. You know, um, it was it was uh, it was actually kind of horrifying. But didn't you were on your phone that one time on the on the on the highway where the ner- there was no cars and a cougar just like oh fuck rushed up and like licked you on the That's hand right. or something? That's Excuse right. Excuse me. Holy shit! Have <laughs> like, I not told you? This? No. Okay, so we're out. Uh, we're across the river, like the other side of town, like uh-huh. in one of the places we were staying. I had yeah. like a you know. Barbecue. Back. Everyone, all the people we're working with, were hanging out on the back porch of this, like some vacation home we were renting, uh-huh. like a kind of an Airbnb thing. Sure. So it was like fucking twelve people out on a on a back porch, talking and laughing. There's music going, and it's the middle of the damn night. It's dark as fuck. I take a call. I like wander around the driveway, and I t- I'm done with my call. I'm like, oh, it is dark as hell out here. I love this. This is great. I started. I wanted to just like get away from even the ambient light of the house. So I just like walked up the driveway to the road, and I was kind of like, oh, I wonder if I can just like I could I could not even see the road like beneath. I could barely make out like the edge of the road and the shoulder. Yeah, I was like, I'll just like pace along here, see if I can even keep my way. I have no, just no awareness of anything around me until right on my hip. I swear to God, six inches off my hip. A large cat, <laughs> like hiss, growls at me, like, you know. Holy shit! Uh, There's a full size cougar. Okay? Yeah, I can tell when because I he's I I see his eyes and like teeth barely as he's growling at me, and I wonder if I had like jumped or something, would I be dead now? I don't know. <laughs> but my shit. sort of like slow reaction, like only. Like, st- my startle reaction is to just, like, freeze and make noise. That's, like, what I do when I see a spider, too, you know? Like, um, so I just, like, turn to it. I just, like, it's like, Arr! and I just, like, immediately turned right at it, went, Arr! and just then, and it, I just, an inc- I'm an incredibly loud yeah, person, you as you know. Yeah, you probably pierced the cougar's ear. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, no, I'm a full, yeah, full terror. I can only, I actually feel bad for that. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not even sure. I'm extremely loud. Yeah. I barked in its face, yeah. and it just fucking, like, whoa, it just darted. Yeah, yeah, because it was like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> this isn't a human being. Like, I can't eat this It's confused. Thing. It's like, what is it? Well, probably either it stocked up on me from the side yeah. or, I think more likely, yeah. it was actually just standing in the road <laughs> looking at me from like 15 paces <laughs> away. And I, yeah. I just walked up yeah. to it like, no big <laughs> yeah. deal. And just basically, and it only was like, and it's pro- like looking at me like, what the fuck? I'm right here. What the fuck are you doing? And then when I get up to it, it's like, like fuck off, but but yeah no. So then it skitters away, and I just keep ye- just like ah ah, just yelling at the top of my lungs. Because and at some point I'm like, oh, it's running away. This works. Let's keep doing this. And then I just sort of sped walk back to the the house, and I come around the corner. I was just up like up a driveway, like not like a long like winding uh-huh. like. I come around and I'm looking at everyone. And I just sit back down. No, everyone's just laughing and whatever. And I, it took like ten minutes later. As there was a lull, I was like, "Did no one hear me screaming <laughs> at the top of my lungs?" <laughs> like that's reassuring too. Yeah. Right. No. I mean, I'd have died. Yeah. And if that cougar was in the mood, or I'd made the wrong move, who the fuck knows? I don't know. What's funny I is know. I've heard. I grew up here. I've I've hiked in the North Cascades a lot. Backpacked deep into there. I've heard cougars, and I've seen tracks, of course, seen tracks tons of times. I've heard cougars many times, and not really been afraid, going like, because, like, I wouldn't want, I've never run into a bear. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to. That scares the shit out of me. But I've heard cougars, like, you know, a hundred yards away, you know, and um, I just, the way I, like, my concepts have been, oh, they're they're smart enough not to get... (laughs) like walked up on and startled and they'll keep away from you because they're afraid of you and they're smart enough not to get in a compromised position so if you just like are you know let them know you're there loud enough they'll fuck off but i'd like got right up on this fucking so i don't know man that sort of shattered some fucking illusions i don't know how the fuck i don't know that was a wild time jesus oh what was your favorite liberty story john 
Um, I, I think I think that one that one was a good one. <laughs> that is quite a story. There's a lot of good ones. I mean, you you went out, but you went out, you were like the first to venture out into like the local bars. I think that was like your first concern. It was like we landed there, and he's like, "Okay, guys, I'm gonna go stake out a bar stool." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, so like hunters would be in there and like. Because of those jackets that you gave us, they were they they thought we were firemen, and they're like, "Oh yeah, thank you, brother. We really appreciate what you're doing out here." Oh and I'm yeah, like, I don't know if you do because we're doing cool stuff, but I don't yeah. know if it's like. Oh, that's right, because the fires were raging over there. So, like, just out of oh, town, yeah. there were fires. Uh-huh. So there, uh, so this was like a staging ground for like thousands of firemen. Yeah, um, that's funny. <laughs> that's fu- <laughs> appreciate your service, sir. <laughs> oh. oh my god oh you think okay no at least they didn't think you were like in the army with your no, that, fatigue that's, jacket that's huh? not that's, that's <laughs> that was not, not a mistake someone was gonna make think about me <laughs> oh man <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh god oh good times yeah we had a good time um that you know good time in liberty Good to be back in Cascadia. Oh boy. Um, well, that's fun. I mean, there's so much more we could talk about, I'm sure. But yeah. um, well, we should probably just mention that the Jenny Jam is coming. Yeah, the Jenny Jam. I think we'll 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 have to um, we'll uh, maybe our next episode will be while that's going on, and we can talk yeah, about yeah, the probably. city's really. Um, thoughtful and thorough and forward-looking response to uh this uh in the meantime yeah we're we're doing something a little different this week on seattle sucks podcast we have um we've decided we'd like to sponsor a podcaster and our first inaugural sponsorship we think should go in-house to greg so essentially for the for the current market price, I think we decided a Starbucks latte, which I honestly have no fucking clue what that is. is that like four four bucks, five bucks. I don't know. Anyway, so including the tip, and whatever this. that is for just that much a month. Yeah. Every two for months. For the price of a single Starbucks latte every month, you can sponsor me. Greg Ryan, you know, a lot of times podcasters will reach out to you for money uh, when they're building a podcast from the ground up, and they'll say, you know, if enough contributors, enough listeners pitch in, I might be able to quit my job and devote more time and crank out more content. Well, in this case, I'm actually already uh, dangerously underemployed, which is the only reason I have any time to do this at all, and... Having not actually worked in a while, um, I, I've got a lot of time on my hands to put toward this podcast if I really wanted to. Um, but then there's so so there's really the the risk here is that if no one does give money to our Patreon, I might have to get a square job, and then where will we be? No more Seattle sucks. No. I'll be I don't know uh, driving a uh, lift or. I don't know, stocking <laughs> grocery shelves, uh, or are, are those square jobs? I don't know, man. I don't have any. I don't have any real skills. I have a bullshit. De- I have a degree in a bullshit discipline that I phoned in anyway. Uh, Isn't that all degrees? Yeah. Um, I have my professional skills just aren't that um, valuable. I mean, making uh independent movies for example is not like really a lucrative uh a lucrative profession so yeah so hey if you don't want me to have to get a real job whatever that would be um you can find seattle sucks on patreon.com yes you can and you can give any amount but we're encouraging you to give we uh, suggest the suggested minimum donation is whatever the price of a tall latte yeah. at Starbucks is yeah. at the time of your yes. uh, subscription. So please go, before you uh, sub- subscribe or donate money, please, uh, 
please go out to Starbucks and make sure that you have the latest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's very important. And if um, if we get a uh, hundred dollars a month going, then we'll consider putting enough effort into this to do premium content for those people paying that hundred dollars. See, we're we're flipping that on its head too. You have to do it first, and then us. Well, that yeah. Cool. It's very Seattle of us. Yeah. Okay. So once again, my buddy John Bear, uh, Capitol Hill Art Walk, January tenth. Yeah. Second um, Thursday of the month. The yeah. second Thursday of the month at uh, where? Uh, Steve. Steve Gilbert's food yeah. photo studio. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, come out and see his stuff. He'll be there. Yeah. Support him. Hey, I'll probably be there. Uh, Seattle sucks, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but where else? Is there to go? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Gift God.